Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Resilient Leaders Podcast, where resilience and leadership is not simply a good idea, it's required. I'm J.R. Briggs. Today, we're going to be talking about teams. We've all been on teams, whether it's an organization that you volunteer for, or your work team, or an elder team at church, or the uh, board of directors of a nonprofit you might serve on. We know teams are important, but you know what? There seems to be an almost universal experience that we share. We've all been on bad teams. These teams could be toxic and dysfunctional teams that make us want to pull our hair out. Maybe it's been so bad you want to pull the hair out of everyone else on the team as well. So what is the difference between a good team and a bad team? What's the difference between a good team and a great team? And how can we as resilient leaders create teams where everyone thrives? These are the kinds of questions that you as the leader should be asking with great frequency, regularity, and urgency. This topic is oh so crucial. Why? Because in my time working with a wide variety of leaders over the years, I have never met a resilient leader who did not create healthy teams. Simply put, you want to be a resilient leader? You must develop healthy teams. There's no other way around it. And so, Because this topic is so crucial, we're going to explore the five elements, the five norms of healthy teams. Now, Google, we all know and use Google. In fact, it's hard to envision our lives without Google, right? Well, Google has been ranked for several years in a row by Fortune Magazine as one of America's top workplaces. With 53,000 employees, the company has devoted enormous resources to studying employee happiness and productivity. Much of this research by Google comes out of the People Analytics Group, part of their Human Resource Division. They were tasked with studying nearly every aspect of how employees spend their time. And in 2015, this group was specifically tasked with studying healthy team dynamics within the company. They wanted to know, what are our best teams in Google? Why are they the best teams? What are the common factors that run throughout all of them? Now, this study, dubbed Project Aristotle, had researchers spend more than 150 hours asking Google employees what they thought made an effective team. And after millions of dollars and four years of thorough research on over 200 teams in the company, they found five key factors, which they called norms, in healthy teams. After the data was compiled, Laszlo Bach, the former head of the People Operations Department at Google, shared with employees, who are called Googlers, that one of the main findings in the research was this. One of the biggest takeaways was that how teams work mattered more than who was on the team. Let me say that again. One of the biggest takeaways was that how teams matter, or how teams work matters more than who was on the team. Now, this should put us at ease. Charles Duhigg, in his book, Smarter, Faster, Better, wrote, there's a myth that we all carry inside our head. We think we need superstars, and that's not what the research found. You can take a team of average performers, and if you teach them to interact the right way, they'll do things that no superstar could ever accomplish. Let me say that again. You can take a team of average performers, and you can teach them to interact the right way, and they'll do things that no superstar could ever accomplish accomplish. The data shows there's a universality of how good teams succeed. And these are the five norms that Google found in all 
healthy teams. Are you ready? Number one, dependability. Team leaders get things done on time. They are responsible. They also need to know that they can depend upon each other, that their teammates will do what they say they would do by the time they said they would do them. Number two, structure and clarity. Team members possess clear roles, plans, and goals. People should know not only their own job responsibilities, but everybody else's responsibilities as well. There's a shared understanding of who does what. Number three, meaning. The team members believed that their work is important to them and every other member of the team as well. Number four, impact. Team members believe their work matters and creates real change in the world. And number five, lastly, but most importantly, psychological safety. Team members feel safe to take risks and be vulnerable in front of each other. Members of the team feel confident to speak up. They have the sense that other team members are truly listening to them. This involves a strong sense of confidence that the team will not embarrass, reject, or punish someone for speaking up. It describes the team climate characterized by interpersonal trust and mutual respect in which people are comfortable being themselves. They won't be penalized for sharing an honest and genuine opinion. They believe they will not be shunned or punished if they fail or say, quote unquote, the wrong thing. Now catch this, the study revealed that high psychological safety was the number one factor by far on healthy teams. Maybe you've heard it before, that trust in the new reality is absolutely important. Google's data found the same. Studies have shown that while psychological safety may seem inefficient in the short term, teams are more productive and effective in the long run. In other words, being an, ef an efficient team is not the same as being a productive and effective team. They also found that if leaders are to create healthy teams, they must model the right behaviors. Within the company, there were Google-designed checklists for leaders running teams and running meetings. Things like leaders should not interrupt teammates during conversation. They should demonstrate their listening by summarizing what people say after they said it. They should admit that they don't know everything. They, should end, they shouldn't end a meeting until all team members have spoken at least once. They should encourage people who are upset to express their frustration. They should call out intergroup conflicts and resolve them through open discussions. Teams succeed when everyone feels like they can speak up and when members show that they are sensitive to how each other feels. The route to establishing psychological safety begins with the team leader. It begins with you. Are you encouraging equality in speaking or just rewarding the loudest people? Are you modeling listening? Are you demonstrating the sensitivity of what people think and feel, or are you letting decisive leadership be an excuse for not paying as close attention as you should? When people come together in a group, sometimes we need to give control to others, and that's ultimately what team norms are, individuals willingly giving a measure of control to their teammates. And as leaders, we must give away control in our teams so team members can own the process. Leaders have a crucial role to play in setting the tone, the culture, and the norms for your team. Now, leaders, now that you know these five norms, how will you as a leader cultivate a healthy culture with your team moving forward?
Now you may be wondering, well, how would I know how my team is actually doing in these five areas? How can I get honest feedback and input on this? Where are we the strongest? Where are we the weakest? Not just what I think, but how about the rest of the team? Great questions. Questions that every leader like you should be asking. One of the equipping tools that I've developed for leaders is an assessment and a process where I work with teams to help them grow in these five specific areas. And if this is important to you and you as the leader want to grow and you want your team to grow healthier in how you all work together, I'd love the opportunity to partner with you and work with your team. I've done this with numerous teams in small businesses, nonprofits, churches, sports teams, and the like through this assessment, both in person and online and online to help them identify where they are, to celebrate their strengths and to develop a strategy on how they can grow healthier by focusing on areas of improvement. And if you and your team want to grow healthier, I can help. If so, contact me and we can talk. Partnering with and equipping leaders to be healthy and resilient is who we are. That's why we exist. We want to help you. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. Have you ever thought about starting a podcast? Or do you need someone to develop a creative and high-quality video for your organization? That's why I've partnered with Joel Limbowen, who has made many videos for us in projects we've had over the years and also produces this podcast. His company, Onalim Productions, produces this podcast, does a wonderful job, I might add. Visit onalimproductions.com for more information. I'll also put it in the show notes. Leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning. <laughs>